All right, good afternoon, everyone. The MAOB Daily Podcast continues for Sunday, October 30th, 2022. Your host is always Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be previewing UMC Vegas 64. Ah, that was a mouthful. Marcel, what's your overall thoughts on this card? Uh, not really great, to be really honest, man, but uh, we're, we're moving forward. <laughs> We'll see. Maybe it's good. Uh, can't be much worse than last week, I guess. If it comes to uh, if it comes to uh, how the card looked, uh, I think the card looked good last week, but I didn't think the fights were that great. But uh, maybe these are. But we'll see. Um, not really high hopes, but I will watch. Totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, Joe thinks the card's not bad. It's okay. What's up, Juan? How's it going? He's saying he wants to see RL and Yair next year. That'd be a good fight. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. It makes sense. All right, let's get into this card, Marcel. We got UFC Vegas 64. We're going to use UFC stats, guys, for all your uh, your uh, lineup, and then for the odds, I'll use best fight odds. Pulling it up right now. All right, cool. Let's get into it, Marcel. Let's start with the first fight on the card. We have Tamiris Vidal taking on Ramona Pasquale, and Vidal making her UFC debut here. She has fought some UFC caliber fighters like Carol Rosa other ones um odds for this one marcel vidal is minus 155 pasquale plus 135 what do you think about this one you start with this one if you want i mean i don't even know how to pick this fight like i i feel like yeah it's just a hard fight to call like pasquale really hasn't been too impressive you'll see i mean i think you can make the argument you won her last fight but even still it wasn't like it was impressive um and her first fight she just got smashed to bits um this girl you know is coming off some nice wins she got a bunch of submissions coming off a nice win in LFA. I mean, she has that win over Alien Perez, but she got finished with illegal knees. So, I mean, I don't know how good of a win that is. The Martina Jandarova win, that's not bad. She's in PFL. That's not too bad of a win. Um, don't know a ton about her, guys, to be honest with you. Like, um, I think if you bet this fight, you got to do the deep research on this girl, both of them really, but especially Vidal. I'll pick her to win just because, honestly, Pasquale hasn't impressed me in the UFC and her record's not very good, but... It's not like I have the greatest read on this fight. What do you think, Barcel? That's why I asked you to go first because yeah. I have a really not a read at all on this fight. Um, I also favoring Fidel a little bit more, but don't ask me why. It's based on mostly on stats, what I've seen and what I've seen from, uh, from Ramona Pasquale. I agree with you that the Atwood fight was close. Um, she got beat by Nunes last time, Josiana Nunes, before that one. Um, yeah, I also favor Vidal, but not a lot. It's, uh, yeah. It yeah, but, I mean, there's this is kind of an interesting fight, just because we don't know a lot about them. Pasquale is dropping a band, we should mention that. Um, see if she can make the way. I mean, she's a big girl, right? Someone asked about it in the chat. Um, you guys deserve a better rank point like Rose. I, I think Lemos is, is definitely a good fighter, but uh, yeah, I mean, Rose would have made sense, but Rose isn't, I don't think, fighting at the moment, taking some time off. After that... <laughs> Horrible fight, so I don't want to think about. All right, let's get to the next one here. We got Jake Hadley taking on Carlos Candelario, UFC flyweight division. Two guys that are uh, UFC contender series or Dana White's contender series veterans here. Odds for this one, Marcel. We got Hadley's a big favorite, minus two seventy five. Candelario plus two thirty. Hadley just shit the bed in his last fight against Nascimento as a big favorite. Now he's a big favorite, even bigger favorite now. That's Candelario, who you know he lost to Tyra, but was pretty competitive in that fight and the ultimate Rano fight, you know, he should have won. That's why Dana signed him. What do you think about this? Like the odds are pretty wide. What do you think? 
I think Hadley wins this one, man. I don't think uh, Candelario has the power to 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 beat him, you know. And you saw with Alan Nascimento, he was physically much stronger than Hadley, and Hadley couldn't handle him. But I don't think that's the case with Candelario. And uh, if you look at both guys, I feel like Hadley even can get the finish here, man. To be really honest, I think Candelario is, a, is not a bad guy at all. He's pretty good, but uh, man, Hadley Hadley has, has a special talent, but. He really, like you said, shit the bed in the last fight. Looked really bad, but it was against a much stronger opponent, you know, a physically stronger opponent. And I don't think Candelario is that. I'm taking Hatley, and I'm taking with a submission in the third round. Uh, I'm going to pick him too, Marcel, because I, I think he's got the upside here, right? He's, he's a younger guy in this fight. He's uh, five years younger. Well, Candelario's not. It's not like he's old by any means, but. Uh, the thing is, like, Kendall, I think, puts himself in bad spots. I think both guys put themselves in bad spots. I mean, honestly, it'd be an interesting fight. I think the grappling is going to be fun to watch in this fight. I think it'll be a lot of grappling. I think Hadley will win uh, a close decision, but I, I'm not betting on him in this fight at, at these odds. These odds are off. I don't blame you at all for betting on Candelario or Trishaw. The odds seem off to me, too. Again, I'm going to favor the younger guy. I usually do, but I just think it's, it's not justified after his last fight. Greed's off. Odds are off, but I think Hadley wins. That's kind of what I think too. It's almost like the books know that we all think he's going to win, but they make they're making it so hard to like actually bet on it because this fucking line is so long. I know what you guys are saying for sure. All right, let's go to the next one here, Marcel. This is uh, we have uh, Ludwig Shalinian against Johnny Munoz Jr. UFC uh, bantamweight division. Odds for this one, we have uh, Munoz minus one ninety, Shalinian plus one sixty. What do you think? Yeah, it's a difficult fight, man, to pick because Shalini, we only saw him so far in the UFC against Jack Shore, and Jack Shore is just, like, super dominant, you know. I know he lost his last fight against Ricky Simone, but still, you know. Uh, we saw him also in the Ultimate Fighter, which he looked, which he looked okay in, not great, in my opinion. And uh, what if you know, he, he did he did very well, for example, against guys like Vince Cashero and uh, Yuma Horiuchi. He got split decisions over them. Um... Johnny Munoz Jr., I remember we both picked him to win against Tony Gravely, which he didn't in June of this year. Um, I still think Dude has a lot of potential, you know. In my opinion, he also won that Nate Maynard's fight, to be really honest, you know, which he lost in, uh, officially. I thought he did enough to win that fight. Um, I'm taking Johnny Munoz Jr. I'm taking him with a decision here. I think he wins too, Marcel. I actually kind of feel the same about this one. Um you know, I was I was shocked, honestly, that he got knocked down last fight. Like, Gravy's got some power, Gravely, but Munoz never shown, like, a bad chain and gets destroyed in that fight. I almost, I just feel it was a bad match against a really good wrestler. I don't think Ludwig's got that same wrestling. I think Munoz can take this fight to the ground. He can control the fight in the ground. Um, I think it'll be, you know, somewhat competitive just because Ludwig, you know, he's he's kind of like one of those guys that's, like, decent everywhere, good nowhere, really, if that makes sense. So I think it'll be somewhat competitive, but I still think Munoz wins the fight and, uh, Thinking, I think a decision, but I mean, he's, he's definitely a submission expert, right? So there's a chance he could submit him too. All right, let's get to the next one here, guys. Uh, we got Mario, or sorry, Pollyanna Viana against Jamie Fry. Odds for this one right now are basically a pick em. Um Yeah, it's a, it's a pick em, So it's a hard fight to call. What do you think? Yeah, I think Jinju Fry got robbed in her last fight against uh, Vanessa Demopoulos. I think she clearly won that fight. Should have been on a three-fight win streak. Um, if you look at Pollyanna Viana, very inconsistent, man. Uh, losing three straight, then winning two fights by Armbar back-to-back, and then actually got pretty much dominated by Tabata Ricci. Um, it's a difficult one, man, to be really honest, because I feel like 
both girls are kind of similar, you know, although Ginger Frey is a little bit more consistent, in my opinion, with how she fights. But I think if it can, if it hits the ground, Pollyanna might be able to get it, get a submission now for some reason. I think uh, that might be a big. Uh, I think if it goes to a decision, I favor Frey. But I think Pollyanna gets a submission and wins. Another tricky one. Uh, I think Frey is pretty like Fry, pretty like solid, well-rounded. She's just you know up there in age. Obviously, she's uh, thirty. 37, yeah, 37. So it's it's difficult to, like, really trust her. But, you know, I think she's overall, like, been really competitive in all of her UFC fights. I, I The last fight, I think she should have won against Vanessa DeMopoulos, personally. But, you know, Vienna also pretty competitive. Like, I think some of her fights, you could argue she should have won the decision, too. It's not like Tabitha reached completely blew out of the water, Marshall. The fight was pretty close. Our girl Tabitha in the last fight, was competitive. Um, I think Fry wins uh, a, a really close decision. But... <laughs> There's no – first off, you know the judges are getting involved in this fight. Like, I'm going to say that right now. Okay? So you have to risk them scoring the fight properly if you, you know, want – if you pick the correct winner. I'm not, I'm not confident in all that happening. So I'll take Fry to win a close decision, and, and I'm staying the fuck away from it from a betting perspective. <laughs> all right, let's get to the next one, Marcel. This is Marcel's favorite fight on the prelims, guys. Mario Batista against Benito Lopez, the, the golden boy. Right, Marcel? I know you're looking yeah. forward to this one. Benito hasn't fought in forever, so it's going to be interesting to see him fight again. Odds for this one, Batista minus 230, Lopez plus 195. Who do you think wins the fight, and what do you think about those betting odds? Yeah, man, I mean, I think Batista should be the favorite here, of course, obviously, you know. Uh, Benito Lopez hasn't fought in three years, you know. Where the hell he's been, I don't know. Um, but I always liked Benito Lopez, man. I thought he was a fun prospect, you know, team alpha male guy. Uh, had a really good fight on the contender series, I remember, against Stephen Peterson. Uh, got two wins in the UFC against uh, Morales and Morales, Vincent Albert Morales. And uh, got that loss against Manny Bermudez with that, uh, with that submission loss. Good fighter, man. Fun prospect. But three years out of the cage and then fighting against Mario Bautista, which I think is a pretty decent fighter as well. You know, Mario Bautista. His only losses in the UFC came in on short notice against Corey Sandhagen and against Trevin Jones. Um, I feel like Batista will win this fight probably. I'm taking him with a decision, but uh, I think that will be a fun fight. It might be a fight of the night kind of kind of fight, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this is a great fight. I mean, this is one of the better fights in the card. I, I gotta go with Batista too. Just more act, more active lately. Obviously, I think he's a really good fighter. I, I really like this guy. I like both guys. I really like Batista. I mean, the last fight against Kelleher was dominant. Gets the submission. It shows a different part of his game. You know, but Nito Lopez is interesting though. Like, I don't think he's a bad fighter. Not a bad prospect. It's just he hasn't fought in three years, right, Marcel? Like, so it's just hard to back the guy here. But he, I think he, I think he has the potential to win the fight. I will say that because he's very good. He could win. I just can't back him here. Got to go with Batista's decision. Let's go to the next fight. Miranda Maverick against Shannon Young, and I think we've talked about this fight before because it was yeah. booked a few months ago. It was supposed to happen. Oh, now I remember on that Usman Edwards card. Um, Fucking unnecessary fight. And then they rebook it. So first off, this fight's happened before in Invicta. Yeah. And uh, Maverick uh, just destroyed Young, I think, right? She finished her? Yeah, submission, first round. I, I don't see how uh, – I mean, let's get the odds quickly, Marcel, but, like, it's the same odds as in the summer, minus 500, plus 400. How does Maverick lose this fight? She obviously wins the fight. She's a obviously expensive minus 500. If you're a parlay player, she's someone you want to parlay this weekend. Or next week, I should say. She wins for sure. 
But I, I, like I said last time, I would just take her inside the distance. I think she finishes the fight again. The girl is really good, uh, and her opponent is not very good. So Maverick, ground and pound finish or submission rear naked choke. What do you think? Yeah, I think she uh, she wins with a submission in the first round again. I mean, I don't really see the why they should have booked this fight, but um, it's just yeah, weird, right? Maybe, maybe we oversee some stuff. I don't know, but yeah. I, I don't understand. I know you're saying like sometimes the matchmakers do see stuff that we don't. Like, I just you know, people aren't in quote unquote that know. Like, we know enough about the sport. We Marcel's got sources, but it's like they they know stuff, and and maybe they see something here, but I don't. I don't see it at all. So. So no, I don't think I, I don't think I, like she has a path to victory really. Pod pass, what's up, man? How's it going? Glad to have you in the chat. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. We got Derek Minnie against uh oh gosh, Shaylin Nurden Bieki, I believe that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> this is a brutal one to pronounce, guys. We'll call him Shaylin just to make it easier. Minus two hundred and then Derek's plus one seventy to make it fair. Um I'll, I'll start on this one, Marcel. I think it's another tricky one. I think it's gonna be a fun fight. I'll say that too. I think it's gonna be fun because Minner, you know, win or lose is always an exciting fight. Like the guy is be killed or kill or be killed for the most part. Like he'll either submit you or he'll get submitted. I mean, that's how most of the fights go. This is an interesting one because Nurbiaki, you know, Marcel, like honestly, I, I haven't picked him in any of his fights. I thought he was going to lose all these fights, but the guy's been looking better. And remember the last fight, all of a sudden they added like 30 wins to re- his record. Remember that? That was crazy. <laughs> and maybe that's like the clue to this guy. Like maybe all that experience is, is you know, very beneficial to him. And, and maybe he can get the job done here. You know, he has been submitted though. And now he's facing a guy who's like an expert in subs. So it's dangerous. I think if you bet Maynard, you might as well just take him by submission. Cause I think if he doesn't submit the guy, he'll just get basically uh, neutralized for the rest of the fight. That's why I'm leaning towards Shaylin. I think the odds might be right on this one, but how could you not think Maynard's not a live dog with the submission prowess? He definitely could submit this guy. He could submit a lot of people. So my pick will be Nurembiaki. I think he probably just grinds the fight out. Marcel, like his last two fights. But again, you know, the guy was put in a bunch of submission tests for by TJ Brown. And if Derek Mitter can get his neck, he could definitely submit him. And I believe those are that's another Kraus guy, right? I, I think, right? They're both Kraus dudes. So yeah. you know they've been training specifically uh, for this guy for a while now. Maybe they can find some holes. I don't know. Because I think the guy's pretty solid, better than we all thought. So I'll take Nurembiaki by decision. But I think Mitter as a dog is definitely live here. What do you think? Um, I'm going with the Chinese guy, man. I'm going with uh, <laughs> Shai Shailan Nurdan Bieki. Yeah. Um, close fight. I like the fight a lot because it's a close fight, in my opinion. I think if uh, Menor doesn't catch him early, he will probably lose a decision. So uh, I'm going with uh, Shailan here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that one. All right. Let's get to the next fight. Starting the main, main card, guys. Yeah, finally. Get to it. Actually, it was pretty fast. We went to, we went to that quick. Jelton Almeida takes on Maxime Grishin on the main card. Jelton is minus 675. Grishin's plus 500. Uh, I'm obviously picking Almeida. I know you are too, Marcel. I mean, spoiler alert. Like, obviously, we're picking this guy. Also, I should mention it's catchweight. 220, I think, again. Yeah. So, the guys looked phenomenal. There's no reason to doubt this guy. He's looked amazing. He gets better and better every time. He, he's had – this is his fourth fight this year. I think it'll be his fourth – Fight that he wins by stoppage. I think he gets Christian down and, and finishes him either by submission with a Renaked choke again or grounded pound like he did to Marquez. I have no doubt that Almeida wins. I, I, I really like this guy, Marcel. I know you do too. He's a guy that's probably going to be um, fighting for the belt, I would say, in a couple of years, maybe at either heavyweight or light heavyweight, probably light heavyweight. But, uh, you know, Christian's a decent guy, decent fighter. He's a tough out. He's shown that. But I think this is a, a fight that he's not going to win. I, I've got to go with Jelton Almeida. Thoughts? 
Obviously, me too. Um, I think he wins with a submission in the first round. I think he gets him down and uh, he goes for submission, probably a rear naked choke or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. The 220-pound catchweight Jailton division. Yeah, I mean, maybe be the champ of that division if they ever add another weight class. All right, let's get to the next fight here. This is an interesting fight. Mark Madsen against Grant Dawson. This one's interesting in my opinion. Right now we got uh, Grant Dawson actually in the short notice is a minus 195 favorite and Marco Madsen plus 150. Uh, 165, excuse me, um, went up a little bit. Uh, what do you think about this one, Marcel? Because you got Dawson coming in on pretty short notice, and then Madsen was supposed to fight uh, our boy, Adrakar Close. Now he gets another opponent here. Um, another younger opponent, but the guy's been beating you know, some pretty good vibes in the UFC. So what do you think about him as an underdog with short notice here? Uh, excuse me, with his opponent being a short notice, Marco Madsen's the underdog. What do you think about that? I kind of agree with it because I think Dawson is a solid prospect. You know, and Marco Madsen, I know he won all this fight so far. But I'm not really that impressed, you know, to be really honest. You know, he's really like a guy who who keeps – he tries to get you down and keeps you there. He stalls a lot, in my opinion. Um, if Dawson can get through that and can land his shots and can land his own game, he should win here, man. Um, uh, decision will be difficult, you know, against Madison because you know how he fights. But I still take Dawson by decision here, man. I think Dawson should win this one. I think I think this was tough, man. Honestly, I think this one can go either way. Dawson's good. Don't get me wrong; he's very good, you know. And uh, I think he, he's going to win a lot of fights. He's he's proven he's good in the UFC with a six and one six zero oh and one record. It's not like I'm downing him. I just think Mark Madsen's really good too, you know. I, I honestly like. I was a little surprised that looking at the odds just now that Dawson's basically two to one. Like I don't know about that. I think this fight's very close. I know this guy, you know, his older guy's 38, obviously, but, like, he's pretty good, man. He's, he's got some nice wins now. He's finally getting a little bit more consistent with as far as, like, taking fights go. He had the full camp for this fight. He's been training for the – well, he was supposed to fight last week, but basically for this date for a while now. Uh, it's not like I've picked a lot of dogs yet, Marcel. I'm going to take a dog shot here on, on, on Mark Madsen. You know, he's, he's won me some money um, his last couple of fights. I'm going to hope he does it again here because – at plus 165, I think this fight's closer than that. I think it's more of like an even fight. So, uh, again, he's the older guy. I don't usually go with that. But in this case, I think that wrestling kind of neutralize each other out. I think Madsen's striking is getting better. And uh, I think it'll be a close fight, but I think he can win the decision here. So, that's my pick in this one. What's up, Vegeta? How's it going, man? David Dean, what's up, man? How's it going, David? Glad to have you here, my friend. You're welcome to be here anytime you want. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. We got Tajir Ulenbekov taking on Nate Manis. At 135, Nate's dropping down, guys. And wait, if you don't know that already, and the odds for this one, Tajir, minus 170, Nate, plus 145. Your thoughts? Yeah, uh, Nate goes from Umar to Tagir. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Tagir is not as good as Umar, in my opinion. Um, if you look at Tagir Ulanbekov, he lost his last fight against Tim Elliott in a fight I think he won, you know, and uh, Tim got a lot of... Uh, uh, multiple falls in, the, in that fight, you know, but uh, the referee didn't do shit about it. So good for Tim, bad for Tagir. Funny thing with Tagir is all his fights he lost, he should have won, in my opinion. You know, only the Alan Nascimento fight he won that could have been a, a loss, you know, because that was a super close fight. So difficult. If you look at Nate Maness, Nate Maness has looked good so far in the UFC, besides that loss to Umar, which he got pretty much dominated, but all the other fights look pretty good. I know he got, uh, uh, he got, uh, how do you say that? He got uh, almost finished against Tony Gravely, but came back in the second round. And the Johnny Munoz Jr. fight, I don't think he won that one, but hey, who am I? 
Um, close fight. I still favor Ulan back, back off here with his wrestling. I think he wins unanimous decision. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. You know, I think he's going to kind of hold him down. Um, it's just like Nate, man. Last two fights, finally, he's like, or actually, last three fights. To be honest with you, Marcel, all of his fights are against wrestlers. Like, he fights a wrestler every fight. Yeah. I like Nate. He's a fun guy to watch. They call him Mayhem for a reason, right? He's an exciting guy. There's no doubt. But I think, I, I definitely think he's got a chance to win this fight, Marcel. Like, I think he can if he keeps it standing. But it, I, I just think, you know, this guy's going to hold him down. And Tajir is kind of like a wet blanket on the ground, Marcel. He really just holds you there and keeps you there, right? And we've seen that. Like, remember that Nasi Mento fight where you just held the guy down, did, did absolutely nothing for top position. They still, the judges still gave it to him, right? So yeah. that's kind of what I think happens here. Um, I'm not too impressed with Tajir, guys, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't think he's as good as we thought, but I think he has the style to win this fight. All right, let's get to the next one here, Marcel. Now we go back to the heavyweights, and this is Marcel's uh, big pet peeve here, putting these low-level heavyweights in the main card. we got two more of them for you this week, Marcel. Josh Parisian against Chase Sherman. To be fair to these guys, they are coming off performance of the night bonuses. I'll give them that, all right? But one was against Alan Badeau, who was like, what, 0-4? And yeah, the other one was over at Jeremy Darius. I'll be fine now. What would so, fucking do, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, odds for this one, Marcel. Um, where is it? Can't even see it on here. Oh, here it is. Best fight odds has got to get the fights in order, by the way. It's a pick up minus 110 each. Who do you think wins? Um, Sherman wins. Okay. I don't know why. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced with Parisian. I'm also not convinced with Sherman, but at least he looked better last time and then in his last fights, in my opinion. Uh, Sherman, TKO, second round. I don't want to talk about it a lot. <laughs> I think Chase could win. I mean, definitely. I mean, the odds are close. Like, they're they're literally a pickup, guys. But, you know, for me, Parisian, like, that toughness, you know, we saw in the last fight, like, basically gets knocked out, gets back up, still wrestle, is able to wrestle again. I think that could be the key or just the wrestling. I think he'll be able to control where the fight takes place um, at points during it. But at the same time, I could definitely see him getting finished with strikes on the feet. So, Pick your poison with this one. I'm not betting on this fight, even though it's a pick 'em and like you just have to be right. You don't have to lay any juice, quote unquote, you know, to, to say, but so to say, I just can't bet on these guys. Like they're just not consistent enough for me, and I'd rather look at other fights. So, uh, we're I guess we're on the opposite ends of it, but it's all like I'm super. I'm not like putting my house on the line for uh, Josh Parisian, guys. All right, let's get to the next one here. We got Neil Magny taking on D Rod Daniel Rodriguez. Fight was supposed to happen a few weeks ago, I believe, and they got got pushed back. Uh, do I think it was a D Rod injury? So hopefully he's hundred percent now. I believe he would be. Odds for this one: Rodriguez, or excuse me, Neil Magny's minus one twenty. Rodriguez plus one hundred. So again, close odds here, guys. Magny's slight, slight favorite. That odds could easily shift during the week. I could see Rodriguez closing as a, a slight favorite too. So what do you think about this one, man? You go first. Ah, uh, you know what? This is. I'm going to say this. Here's the thing about this one, guys. Aaron Rodriguez is my guy. Okay. I bet on him in like almost all of his fights in the UFC. Um, I really like this guy, especially like the last few years. I, I think I bet on his last four fights. He's been, he's been a money machine for me, even though the last fight was you know controversial, quote unquote. Um, he still won it. Magny's a, a guy that I've kind of been up and down with picking his fights, you know, throughout his career, Marcel. Like sometimes I can get them right, but he's had a lot of upsets I didn't see coming to you. Like the guy's just really consistent. Here's the thing with this fight, okay? The way these guys fight, it's probably going the distance, right? Because they're both mostly decision guys. And mm -hmm. in decisions, Marcel, 
it's almost impossible to beat Mil Magny in decision. Like, I think he's lost what one? He's lost two decisions in the UFC, and he's won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So he's thirteen and two in UFC decisions. Okay, I think if you count his tough fights, it goes up to like sixteen and two. And then if you count his early career fights, I think he won. Uh, he might have lost one of those early fights, but I think he won like four by decision or something. It's just almost impossible to beat him by decision. So to win this fight, I think Rodriguez is going to have to finish him. And I don't see that happening. So, you know, Marcel, it's always tough when, like, you go against your, your guy and D-Rod's been my guy. I'm jumping off the train now. I think Magny wins this fight. I think it's a good matchup for him. But he's got a nice reach advantage in this fight, seven inches. That that definitely is going to come into play. Or sorry, six inches, excuse me. Um, that could come into play, obviously. He's... He's actually younger, which is insane to me. How crazy is that? He's the younger fighter by a year, but still. All that experience in the UFC, I think he matches Rodriguez. I think he can match him in the volume. I think his striking defense is good. And honestly, he probably has the better grappling too. So I think he's got a lot of advantages in this fight. Rodriguez can win just based on volume alone. That like maybe confused the judges like in his last fight. But I'm going with Neil Magny by decision, Marcel. And again, you know, that's that's been a good bet over the years. So Definitely take a look at that. I think I don't see him finishing Rodriguez. I think the only way he wins is decision. So, you know, if you get good odds on that, maybe take a shot on it. But I like Neil Magny a little bit in this fight. What do you think? Yeah, fight smells like a decision. You know, so um, I kind of wish you, uh, Matt, you, we know all Magny always has that uh, great third round, you know, yeah. uh, if it goes to a decision. And uh, it's pretty much almost like Brett Tavares, besides that Duplessis fight. But, um, yeah, I also think Magny wins the decision. I don't see Rodriguez finish him either. So um, yeah, I feel I, I'm with you in this one. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's we have the same kind of thoughts on this one. All right, and uh, we got our boy Anthony in the chat. What's up, Anthony? He says Canada shouldn't be that much of a dog. I agree with Anthony as well on that one. All right, guys, let's get to the main event. We got Marina Rodriguez taking on Amanda Lemos, battle of the Brazilians, five rounds, uh, UFC women's strawweight division, and, and man, good fight. I think it's a really good fight. Odds for this one, Rodriguez minus 205, Lemos plus 175. Um, I'll start this one off to you, Marcel, and then I'll, I'll let you uh, take, take the reins. I like Marina in this fight. Like, I, I really like her in this fight. Um, she's shown she can go five hard rounds. She did it numerous times now. She's someone that will fight for your money. You know, like, she doesn't give up easily. Her losses are all extremely close fights. Um, she's just a really good fighter. She's proven that I think Lemos is good too. She's shown that she's very good, actually, to be honest with you. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think this is a step up, to be honest, like a big step up. And the last time she had a step up, she got you know smashed by Andrade. Um, I think Rodriguez is going to fight smart in this fight, keep range, keep distance, keep on the feet, win a decision on points. I think the judges will get it right. I think it'll be clear that she wins the fight. I think she wins a decision here, Marcel. I'd like Rodriguez here um, to win the main event. And... You know, if she wins this fight, how do you deny her title shot at that point? You know, she, she'll deserve it. So what do you think, man? Yeah, no doubt. I'm also going with Rodriguez here, man. I think Rodriguez, uh, she uh, she scores more uh, with striking, uh, and she wins on points with decision. So, yeah, Rodriguez for me as well. I, I think Lemos has to finish her to win this fight. So uh, and I don't see it happening. So I'm going with Rodriguez. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. All right. Um, that's it for the fights. And then Anthony had a comment. He says, Lemos early, Rodriguez late. Probably. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance she could finish her late too, but I, I think it goes the distance. 
All right, I think that's it, Marcel. There's not, there's the LFA card in Cage Warriors. Uh, there's a few guys in Cage Warriors, by the way. Modestus Bitkowskis, he's back mm-hmm. in uh, Cage Warriors. And there was someone else who's on the card that's a former UFC fighter. Let's forget uh... it. Now. I'm going to double check it just because I know some people are interested. Oh, Cameron Alice. Oh, Cameron Alice. That the fight is not happening. Oh, it's not. What happened? Do you know? No, I don't know exactly, but this is supposed to be out yet. So uh, don't stop everybody, anybody. I yeah, well, you guys heard the show first. The live card's happening. There's a Fury FC card tonight as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of MMA this week. But so anyways, we want to focus on that today, UFC Vegas 64. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. All right, let me just go through some. Uh, oh, yeah, this title fights. Hey, hey, John, what's up? Jordan Vucenic and Paul, Paul Hughes. That's a great fight. The rematch. Yeah. 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 So, like I said, guys, at the beginning of the show, next week, or uh, yeah, next week, we're, we're still going to do it Sunday, but it's going to be a different time Sunday. We're still figuring it out. I'll tweet it out uh, during the week, what time it will be. Um, Sunday Sunday afternoon, sometimes probably. Well, we're probably a little bit later than this one. But yeah, yeah, for sure, which is fine. Um, and then I'm going on vacation the week after that, but I'll talk to you guys about next week, and then we'll be back uh, the Tuesday after. All right, guys, I hope you everyone enjoyed it, man. Um, oh, we got comments from Johnny. Something about the, the uh, Cage Wars card. It's, it's quite great for sure. Marcel, yeah. plug your stuff quickly. Let's get out of here. Yeah, it's still BitMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram, and you find the articles in Dutch on Eurosport.nl Mixed Martial Arts section. Guys, can follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast and theoddsmaker.com. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, all those places you get your podcast, guys. YouTube, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. You guys, you guys can also find me on, on Twitter at Martin Podcast. Uh, we got bookies.com, very best bets, MiamiNews.com, and MayOddsBurger.com. I hope everyone has a great week. We'll be back next Sunday. And we'll still figure out the time, but appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Have a great Sunday, guys. Take care. Bye.